great to see you, Mark. Thank you for making some time for us today. And um, I guess, like us, you probably can't wait to get the team back on the field now after uh, after Preston. How did that feel when you were on the way home? Yeah, listen, you don't get the chance to enjoy these uh, moments, you know, especially the way I am as a person because my head's always thinking about the next thing. Um, I suppose it's uh, one of my, my strengths, but it could also be a weakness as well because... There's no better feeling than winning games and you have to enjoy it, you know. Um, but in this league, we understand that the volume of games that's coming, there's got to be a real focus and professionalism uh, all the time. The guys trained really well yesterday. The lads that didn't play and, and the, the starting 11 and subs done, done a good recovery together with the medical staff. So we, we're we in a good place and, and we're looking forward to these games now at home. That's interesting to hear you put it that way, Mark, actually, because uh, you're still fairly new to the job. This is a tremendous responsibility you've taken on. Are you also learning in terms of self-management, coaching yourself to enjoy the moments when they when they do arrive like that? Listen, I think you're always learning. It doesn't matter what age you are or what period you are in your career. Um, it's important to be that person that's always looking to develop and learn. Um, but what I would say is that um, sometimes you've got to relax and enjoy the moments more, you know, like uh, at Ingolstadt, we pretty much went a whole season unbeaten there and uh, we were just so focused on getting promoted that you did, you never had time to enjoy it because you were just constantly striving to win and driving the players week in, week out to make sure that we're going in with the real determination to get the club up into uh, the league above. And this is a different situation, of course, but it's the same principles that are involved. You know, you've got to drive the players, drive each other, and the players are uh, showing a real professionalism to the situation. I guess the fixture list itself, especially at this time of the year, doesn't really help you to process those moments, as you describe. Um, do you have any complaints about the, the way that the fixtures stack up? between Boxing Day and, and Thursday night? Or, or is it actually an advantage when you've won away from home like you did? No, not at all. I think it's a, an advantage for us because you could, I think you could all see the 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 work that we did in Marbella. You could see in the last 20 minutes the power and the strength the guys have got on their legs. It's real credit to their cell. And I did touch on and it was clearly evident that I want to pride myself and my staff on being the fittest team in the league. Um, and I think we're slowly getting towards that uh, level and we could always keep improving in that respect as well. What I would say is that the fans sometimes, although they're off in the festive period, it could be quite boring for them because they're out of their routine. So they look forward to coming to the, the, the games and spending it with their family and we just want to give them a good feeling uh, after the game because we know they're the best fans in the league. And two home games on the bounce now. Rotherham at home on Thursday night. New Year's Day at home to Luton is a great opportunity for you to deliver for them, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You know, the guys are very motivated. Um, you could see there's a real focus and concentration about the group. And we're really looking forward to the task ahead. One of our main hobbies, as you well know by now, Mark, is to pick your team for you in advance. Uh, let me ask you about a roll call after Preston, any particular injuries that you brought home or any pre-selections that you want to tell us about? No, nothing significant. You know, the guys that weren't in the squad and the lads that were on the bench, they had a really good session yesterday as well and we talked them up. It was very intense. Um, 
So everybody seems uh, like they're in a good place. The only issue we've got is Ben Jackson's not feeling well. There's been a bit of a bug going around. Um, so he he's probably looking like most likely that he's going to miss out. Ben Jackson is a player you've you've used sparingly, but at key moments. Uh, you could bracket Brahima Diara after what he did at Preston. Similarly, Mark, how easy is it to manage young players who are so hungry to to contribute to your team, uh, who you also at the same time have to have to make a balance between over enthusing them uh, and resting them when necessary. The, the, there would be a, a school of thought now which said, for example, that Brahima Diara might be better used as an impact player because of the kind of show he put on for us in the second half at Preston. How easy or difficult do you find young players and their management in particular? I would definitely disagree that Diara is a player that could be used only as an impact player, because mm. if you think of the games he started, we've won the game and we performed really well against uh, Watford. And we'll have to realise in the last five games, it's been teams that are potentially or are in the top six or eight of the league. So Brahim has coped very well, especially against Watford, where he's playing against Premiership players, you know, that have just come out of the Premier League. Um, what I would say is that we have to manage them in terms of their load and not, we, we, we've got to be careful that we're not using them too much and freshen them up all the time. But that's why we've got a, a squad and that's why we've got depth in the squad and we need to keep everybody as fresh as we can, especially with the volume of fixtures that we're facing. Whoever it is in the younger players' bracket of your squad, what do you have to develop, Mark? Father figure? skills? Do you have to become a kind of mentor to them uh, as a person as well as a player or do you in fact leave that to somebody else in your coaching staff? No, not at all. Listen, these these things come very natural to me. I mean, I think it's well documented how close I am with Carl McGregor, a Celtic captain, because when we played at Nottingham together, he was like the little brother and what I enjoyed was playing in the midfield with him as a, as a more older experienced player and just the enthusiasm, drive, and energy that you brought to the club. And it was fantastic to be around such a young player. And that's why I believe in these players so much. Um, and I've been involved with these type of clubs my whole career where they develop and produce these players, you know. And we've got a lot of experienced ones as well who are playing a similar role to myself. What I enjoy as well is that when you're eating in, uh, in the eating times and you look at my captain, Hogg, he sometimes sits with the young lads and... He'll share his stories and for him just to be around the guys is fantastic for them. And you could see our young group as well. They're hanging off of these older players and experienced players and they're seeing the professionalism and they're seeing the demands to put on themselves day in, day out. When you make observations like that, Mark, about Jonathan Hogg, I also found myself wondering about Jordan Rhodes after the game of Preston in conversation with him. Do you, do you also perhaps see potential coaches in some of the old players, potential mentors of the future? Yeah, no doubt about it, you know. Um, these guys will go on and do that and it'll be a natural progression for them. Um, and uh, when you look at Jordan, uh, and I've always touched on this with him, he puts massive demands on himself every day in training. He trains like an absolute uh, top professional. And if anybody deserves uh, what, what come at the weekend with his goals, then... 
he's the guy that deserves that because it come becomes it comes down to his individual class, you know. And we've seen what he's about, the way he is. He's a real fox in the box. And I'm just hoping now that he could go on and score even more uh, from now until the end of the season. He's going to be a very important player for us. And we know how big a character he is and how, how important he's been for this great club over the years. Let me ask you finally from me, Mark, about Rotherham. Um, a formidable opponent on a not great run, but you had a frustrating day there uh, in the not too distant past. Uh, what do you expect from them? Yeah, I expect a very strong physical team. Um, they're very competitive and they show real drive and determination. And we know what we're going to be facing. And we, we've, we've studied them and analysed them really well. And we're looking forward to this game. As always, thanks for the time you make for us, Mark. Good luck. Thanks very much. Cheers, Hoggy. Thank you. We'll come to Steve in the room next, please. Hi, Mark. Um, how's Danny Ward doing? He, he got any chance of coming back? Yeah, Danny took a knock from uh, young uh, Aina in training and Loke's been kicking quite a few the last few weeks and he's a very aggressive player and we, we really like that about him but um, it's just unfortunate Danny's took a knock and we'll need to see how it settles down. Um, but Danny's been working really hard in training um, since I've come in the door here and he's played a really big volume of games as well and, and he, he looked really sharp there against Watford last week. Uh, how about uh, Matty Pearson, Ollie Turton? How how close are they? Yeah, they're coming uh, slowly but surely. Okay. Um, any timescales on those at all? Or no, I, I don't like to put timescales on uh, things like that because what happens is that when you put a time frame on it, players could be disappointed if they don't make their targets. You know, we just have to continually assess it and give them support and confidence. Um, but they're coming slowly but surely back. Good news. Um, Sorber as well, is is he a player you're considering bringing back in? Sorber trained fine yesterday. Um, it was a very intense session and we did uh, some really hard runs at the end and he was the best uh, out of the whole group in that respect. Um, and he puts demands on himself um, and he pushed himself really hard through that session yesterday. And uh, As I said, um, I've used the squad really well and we're trying to keep players fresh as best we can. And I'm sure he'll be involved at the weekend. Uh, sorry, in this next game, not the weekend. I'm getting mixed up with my days. We're all doing it. Um, do you feel you've not been afraid to make those sort of bold decisions and, and leave players out? Um, and obviously it's, it's paid off against Preston. Um, do you feel like you're getting the response you want from the players when you have made those decisions? I think it was written in the stars, really. You know, like young Kane Kessler done really well and... Um, he played actually well against Sheffield United. It was unlucky to come out of the wing-back role for Sorba to go back in. And he went and scored the goal, the winner there. And I, I, I think someone told me it's been a, a lot of years since we've beat Preston away. Um, and then Jordan come in as well and, and done really well and took his goal and probably could have scored another two on, on another day. He just looked really sharp and confident. Um, and as I said, it's very tough as a head coach to make these decisions, but... Uh, that's that's one of my strengths, and uh, I, I just really go on uh, how I analyse them and and watch the performance levels in training to see who's looking on form and who's looking sharp. And as I said, it's all for the success of the team to make sure that we're winning games um, and we continue to win games. You got the end product as well from Jack Rodone, Ibrahim Diara, and obviously 
the goal scorers as well. Um, th that must have been really pleasing to see. It's been been a little while coming. Yeah, it has. Um, as I said, it was just the big moments that we've not been taking care of in the final third. Um, but it's not for the lack of effort and the guys are uh, working really hard in that respect. And sometimes you just need a little bit of luck, you know, and it swung our way at the weekend. And I'm sure it'll continue to do that now because there's no way the team could have kept performing like that and not taking the three points. And what's exciting now is we're facing all the teams around about us in the table. Um, so it's a really exciting exciting period for the club and the players and the, and the group as a whole. I thought it we touched on this the other day, but I thought it looked like they were very... They're a different team after they, they got that equaliser. Is that something you want to, to take forward now? Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel that the confidence has always been there um, because you can see statistically as well, we're outpassing uh, teams that are sitting very close to the top six um, and we're playing with real confidence. You know, sometimes at the bottom of the league, teams could get panic and worry and, and they tend to just play a long ball with not really any thought to it. But we're playing with real confidence and we play with rhythm um, and we've been exposing teams in that respect and hurting them. Um, and I feel uh, tactically we're, we're shaping systems, been giving teams a lot of issues as well and it's all credit to the players and the staff. I feel like those sort of that twin number 10 role, you've got a few players that can play well there, Jack Rodoni, Dwayne Holmes, uh, Brahima Diara all had a, an impact the other day. It feels like, a, is this a shape that you feel happy with? What's pleasing for me as a head coach is that generally throughout my career so far, I've been working a lot on 4-4-2 or 4-1-4-1, 4-3-3. However, I've been playing a lot of systems, the three, and uh, I'm really lucky in that respect that I've been involved in one of the biggest leagues in the world. I've been out there in Germany watching these teams and how they go about their, their, uh, with their patterns of play and such. And I just feel that our lads are so flexible and they could play many systems and many formations and they do it at ease. And they've got to continue doing that. And we've got young players in the group that are learning how to do these things as well. But like you said, we've got three or four players now that could play in the areas and they could hurt the opposition, which is pleasing. I think one of the, the nice things for me this season, um, if we, and the, the, the times haven't been many, but I think Jack Rodoni you've seen improve throughout the season. You know, he's come from bottom end of League One and I think gradually we've seen him improving and that, that cross the other day was superb for, for Kane. Um, is that is he a player you enjoy working with? Yeah, listen, Jack, um, we, we, we can't get too excited because we know he's still a young player, but Jack is a player who got relegated with uh, Wimbledon last season to League Two. Uh, and what he is at the moment, he's a player that's looking like one of the best midfielders in the league. Yeah, he seems to be a lot more confident. He's got taking the ball past men more now, which we maybe weren't seeing so much from earlier in the season. Yeah, listen, it's all about how your harmony is with your coach, with the staff, and me and him have hit it off really quickly. And what he showed for me is real leadership as well. He's When we've been missing our big leaders, he's come in and he's shown he could play three or four different positions in midfield and wherever you put him in, he plays with a real appetite and determination and it's pleasing as a staff to have that sort of character in the building. And you talk about playing the back three. Will Boyle has come in and sort of enabled you, you to do that. Um, are you in pleased with how he stepped into the first team? 
Well, Boyle's come up from uh, uh, Cheltenham and uh, he's been absolutely outstanding. And alongside Hellick and, and Lees as well, it's in, obviously Lee Nichols, best keeper in the league. You've got something to build from there, haven't you? Yeah, there's a real strong foundation there and I think what's pleasing for me was when you analyse the team earlier in the season, and I did have a look at the game as well, that they lost 4-1 to Preston in the Carabao Cup. Um, if you analyse our two games against Preston, we didn't concede a goal from open play, and both were from set plays, and it shows we've got a really strong defensive structure there, and you all know how hard we work on that, um, and the guys have shown a real character and a real buy-in to it. Um, and as I said, there's been a lot of managers commenting on it as well, saying it's like playing against the wall and so on. And we've got to continue that because this solid base will be what keeps us in this great league at the end of the season. We were talking to Josh Ruffles earlier and he was saying there was a bit of extra bite to the game um, and to, to your side's play um, against Preston. Is that something you want to encourage in your players? Yeah, listen, the lads are very aggressive and I like that and I encourage it in the training. That's probably why sometimes you do have the odd knock here and there but you've got to train the way you play um, it's, a, it's a big motto of mine and if you train like animals you'll play like animals out there on the pitch and you'll have a real intensity to what you're doing which makes it difficult of course to the opposition week in week out Yeah it's particularly sort of in those six pointers it could be a real competitive edge for you couldn't it? Yeah listen what's important for me is that the team spirit's there it's very clear to see and great body language as well. And we've shown character that we could come back from conceding. And um, we've done it on numerous occasions now this season, uh, numerous occasions, sorry. Um, and we've got to continue in that, that respect um, and starting with these next two home games. But we're full focus is on Rotherham. We're not getting too ahead of ourselves. We respect them. They're a very strong side. We've got a lot of physical players there. And we know it's going to be a real fight. Yeah, you, you talked about the. the taking pride in the fitness work as well. I mean, that does allow you, doesn't it, to get those those goals late on, keep going when maybe other teams are tiring? Yeah, listen, it must be terrifying in the last 15 to 20 minutes against us because you could see that the power that we have in the legs, especially in the transitions, you know, we just keep going and going and going. And uh, I'm sure the players have all told you the way we train and how tough it's been, but they're now getting the fruits, they're bearing the fruits of the training and they're all looking very athletic and strong. Is, are you seeing that in the numbers as well, when you track the GPS from, from when you came in to now, big big improvement, is that? Yeah, of course, and especially in the duels as well. We're up on the duels, which is important. Um, we're very strong in the 50-50 is, and we've been working a lot on that. You know, We've got to be a very aggressive, competitive team uh, and just keep developing that and pushing that through until the end of the season. And, as I said, me as a head coach, I really pride myself on that, that come the end of the season, we'll stay in the league and we're going to be the fittest team in the league and the most aggressive team in the league. And when I mean aggressive, I talk about being aggressive with the ball as well, shifting the ball at a real tempo, playing in the right areas, not just passing for the sake of passing, but playing in the right areas. And you could see the confidence we've got and it's shown that in the stats of recent weeks as well, that we're out passing teams, which is very pleasing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all for me. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Stuart, thanks for your patience, Mark. No problem. Morning, Mark. How are you? Morning, Stuart. How are you? Okay. I'm good, thank you. Um, I just wanted to ask you, we know the teams are so 
well balanced in the in the in the championship. Games are decided by very little. How important is the is the mental side of the game going to be for your team, particularly in the position you you know you've come into Christmas in? It's all about freshness. Um, just keeping the players fresh, keeping them uh, obviously in a situation where we're getting them recovered as best we can and utilising the squad as well, which is important. And you could see that we make changes. We've made changes uh, at the start purely on the volume of injuries we had. Uh, however, now we're getting a more settled and consistent side and it's only two or three changes most weeks. But it's all about keeping the players fresh and keeping them motivated because everyone in the group's pushing to start. And it's a great feeling as a head coach to have that driving determination from the group. And how much more confidence does it give you? Because as you say, at the start of the season, you were making changes, not by choice. Now, now you've got actual options, you've got competition for places. That must that must do a lot for your belief, doesn't it? Listen, I really believe in the group. And I've made that clear to them from day one. There's a lot of good players in there. Um, there's a lot of good characters as well. But it's just about getting everybody back fit and on the training pitch as much as we can, wrap them in cotton wool, but at the same time put real demands and stress on them so that they're playing with real intensity. Uh, and as I said, we're looking forward to finishing the season strong. And uh, you'll have obviously known what you were getting with characters like Hog and Lees and what have you, their their reputation's well known in football. But when you've when you've had to throw lads in, you know, thinking of lads like Brody Spencer and what have you, Ben Jack Ben Jackson. Obviously, initially you don't you don't ideally want to put young lads into that into that sort of situation, but you've had no choice. Have you been pleased with the character that they've shown in those difficult circumstances? I don't think it's just me that's been pleased. I think it's the whole club that's been ple uh, pleased with them. And I think that the whole academy are really proud of them um, because the way they've handled the situation. And as I said, that's the way you grow as a young player. Um, so that's been uh, a real positive for everyone here at the club. And that's what we are as a club. We're about developing these players and pushing on and growing as a group because these guys will be the future of Huddersfield. And and how did how did you as a first team coaching staff and and the academy staff sort of go about developing that character in the first place so then they're not daunted by coming into a a championship relegation battle? In terms of me, I could only analyse them on performance, but with the methodology from the training, and I'm sure you've had your chats with them all. They'll tell you how difficult it is because of a very German mentality. However, they've all adapted really well to it, and they're growing as athletes and they're growing as players. And they have to continue that, you know. I've just, I spoke about it after Preston. We don't get too high when we win and we don't get too low when we lose. We just keep balanced and we keep working, working, working. And we'll push ourselves out of this situation come the end of the season. And the young players will pull through with us as well during this period. Because obviously from outside of that country, one of the things we all admire about German football is is the mentality. I mean, was that something you, you really learnt about when you were working in the Bundesliga? Yeah, of course. You know, if you look at my record over there and the people have been involved when it's just been constant winning for the past three or four years. And what I would say as well is that I'm really proud of this group because the start of the season we had, if you compare it to now, we've won a lot of games and we have to continue to get even better. And we know these games coming up are very important for us as a club. 
And as you keep saying, we've got the absolute best fans in the league. And when they're on fire and they make the stadium strong with a good atmosphere, then the players will run through brick walls for them. And that's the kind of spirit we need. We've got to do this together. The staff, the players, the fans, everybody, we've got to stick together through thick and thin to get us out of this situation. And and, and in terms of in terms of Rotherham, there's there's no sort of surprises from Rotherham. You know exactly what you'll get because they've created a sort of a very strong identity and a very strong culture about the place. Is that ultimately what you're sort of working towards um, here at Huddersfield? I definitely don't try to replicate what anyone else is doing. I'm very mm. much my own man and I'm very clear with my, my ideas on how I want us to be. And you could see the way we are as a team, there's real clarity in everything we do. We're a very strong team without the ball, but we're also a very dangerous team when we, we, we are in possession. And it's just the big moments that I've touched on in recent weeks. However, I would reiterate again, we're coming against the teams that are about us in the league. We know how important it is to, to, to win these games and we respect all the opposition that we play. But the focus always lies on us. And just in the term, in, in terms of the way you approach it, do you almost... Some managers will talk down, oh, it's just another game, it's just another three points. Is it because of the mentality you've created? Are you almost talking it up? Come on, lads, this is when we've really got to perform. Not at all. We always just focus on the next game in hand. We never look too far ahead of ourselves. And like I've said continuously, we never get too high when we win, especially like at Preston. And we never get too low when we lose like we did in the last two against uh, Sheffield United who are in the top two and Watford who are in the top four or six. No problem. We believe in each other. We've got a fantastic team spirit. There's a real togetherness there and there's a big work ethic and everybody's pushing in one direction. Older players, younger players, players that are in that middle group, everybody's pushing and you could see that. It's very clear and evident to see from the side, the, the team spirit in the in the squad and the staff. And we are just focusing on game by game and pushing each other, demanding of each other to get out of the situation that we're in. And I'm confident that we'll be out of that by the end of the season. 